0: Good evening everyone. Uh, Welcome to our midweek podcast for Mavilla Presbyterian Church. Trust that you're all keeping safe and well through these days. And as we come together this evening, we come together in Jesus' name, looking to worship and praise his name and to learn from his word. As you're aware now, our church building is back open uh, for worship on Sundays. If you are hoping to go this following Sunday and haven't been before, please do contact Brian before Friday, uh, and that will ensure that you will have a seat for our Sunday uh, morning worship starting at 11am. We will continue uh, to be live streaming each of our services. Uh, So please, uh, if you're not able to get out to church, then please continue to follow on online. As well as uh, our podcast as well well as we come together this evening we're going to pick up uh, on a series that we were looking at last year uh, in the book of nehemiah uh, and we're going to return to that book uh, this evening a book that talks about the idea of new beginnings uh, that talks about that idea of what it means to follow god through difficult times and as we begin this evening Uh, Let me read these words from Matthew chapter 5. Jesus is teaching in the Sermon on the Mount in which Jesus said these words, You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Here we end the reading of God's word to us. As we begin this evening, let us come to God in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the joy that we have in your name. Lord, that even in the strangeness of these days, we can come before you. We can learn about things of you each day as we turn to your word. And we give you thanks, Lord, uh, for the opportunities that we are able uh, to get back out again. Uh, And Lord, we thank you for our our church building being reopened again. And Lord, we ask that through uh, these coming days, uh, we have that awareness of what we have learnt about you over these last uh, months. Knowing, Lord... Uh, that with you there is no time that is wasted. And so we look uh, to honour you with our lives, to glorify you in all that we may do. And Lord, as we gather uh, together here this evening, we are so aware, Lord, that it is all too easy uh, to fall away from you. And so, Lord, we look uh, in this prayer, Lord, to commit to your ways, to know of your fulfillment and joy that we have in you. Lord forgive us for those times in which we seek these things from other things in our world, that we may look uh, to uh, put our place uh, in uh, the centre of our lives rather than you. Lord we confess that it's all too easy uh, to do this and so Lord We look to recommit ourselves to you, to be able to follow you with our lives, knowing that there is no better decision to be made. Help us, Lord, to rest in you through the days of uncertainty and, Lord, to have that awareness that when things do get difficult, that you are the one to be followed and honoured. Lord, we ask all these things in jesus loving name amen well we're going to praise god now with our first item of praise sung to us uh, by jonathan ray and his family Uh, this piece entitled come people of the risen king Please turn with me in our scripture reading this evening Uh, as we turn back to the book of Nehemiah. uh, We're going to read chapter 5 and we're going to read the first 12 verses. This is Nehemiah uh, chapter 5 verse 1. Now the men and their wives raised a great outcry against their fellow Jews. Some were saying, we and our sons and daughters are numerous in order for us to eat and stay alive. We must get grain grain. Others were saying, we are mortgaging our fields, our vineyards and our homes to get grain during the famine. Still others were saying, we have had to borrow money to pay the king's taxes on our fields and vineyards. Although we are the same flesh and blood as our fellow Jews. And though our children are as good as theirs, yet we have to subject our sons and daughters to slavery. Some of our daughters have already been enslaved, but we are powerless because our fields and our vineyards belong to others. When I heard their outcry and these charges, I was very angry. I pondered them in my mind and then accused the nobles and officials. I told them, you are charging your own people interest. So I called together a large meeting to deal with them and said, As far as possible, we have brought back our fellow Jews who were sold to the Gentiles. Now you are selling your own people only for them to be sold back to us. They kept quiet because they could find nothing to say. So I continued, What are you doing? What you are doing is not right. Shouldn't you walk in the fear of our God to avoid the reproach of our Gentile enemies? I and my brothers and men are also lending the money and grain. But let us stop charging interest. Give them, give back to them immediately their fields, vineyards, olive groves and houses. And also the interest you are charging them. One percent of the money, grain, new wine and olive oil. We will give it back, they said, and we will not demand anything more from them. We will do as you say. Here we end the reading of God's word. As we think of these things, let us come to our God in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we look to your word, Lord, for clarity and for direction in life. Lord, we give you thanks so that, Lord, this is a word uh, that is for our time. It is a word, Lord, that will look to guide and direct us in our lives. So, Lord, we pray, speak to us this evening as we look, Lord, at this passage to know of your um, clarity and your direction in it. Lord, we pray for your Spirit, give us wisdom In Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well as we turn to this chapter, let me remind you a little bit about where we were at uh, in this book. For in the chapters before this, Nehemiah uh, confronts different problems happening. In chapter 1, God's servant copes with a personal problem. The news of Jerusalem's plight is consequent destiny to go and to help. A willingness to accept responsibility for the reconstruction of the city's walls. Chapter 2 then presents a political problem. How can a palace official convince a foreign king to release him from such an assignment? Chapter 3 shows us the administrative and material problems of building the walls and the disappointment of some inferential people's non-involvement in the project. Chapter 4 deals with a physical problem of an attack and a psychological problem of discouragement with the team. The chapter exposes serious economic and social problems. So Nehemiah looks to handle them firmly, speedily and compassionately if the work is to be finished. And also that God's community is to prosper. We recognise, don't we, that behind all of these is the real enemy. The unseen enemy. That is Satan himself. Once that one way does not achieve what he wants, another way happens. Continually trying to stall and to halt the, uh, the work that God has planned. Nehemiah has successfully thawed the threat of attack uh, from without the the community. But now Nehemiah faces a problem within his own ranks. In verse 1, the men and their wives raised a great outcry against their fellow Jews. This was a community problem. And it was something that could have been rumbling underneath the surface for some time, yet now it has come to the fore. Here in Nehemiah 5, the clash is between the workers and the officials, between the labourers and the overseers working on the project. It is in fact a class struggle between the privileged class and the working class. Because the people were spending so much time working in the walls day and night, they had no time to plant crops and to make a living. Yet they had to eat. In fact, they were going into debt to rebuild the walls. They were putting their families at risks. Notice in verse 3, We are mortgaging our fields, our vineyards and our homes to get grain during the famine. That is essentially what many people in Jerusalem were required to do, even as they were volunteering to build the walls of the city. Though they were donating their time to rebuild the walls, they were unable to pay taxes and their debts, and they uh, were subjecting their wives and children uh, to the humiliating risk of being enslaved. It it is um, a scandal, really, uh, those uh, who uh, are in a position of control are, are uh, hanging over debt to those who are doing the work on the walls. They're being treated unjustly. And here as Nehemiah uh, looks at the situation, as he looks uh, t- to the full extent as what has happened, we see uh, that he uh, was angry. He recognised the injustice happening and he looks to make it right. He uh, brings uh, this uh, fact to the officials and the nobles. He looks to put it uh, to put it straight to them, the injustice that they are carrying out. And the officials and nobles, the lenders who charge the high interest rates, were ashamed, they repented, as uh, this injustice is shown to them. They not only agreed to end the practice, but they also promised to return the they said, already made from it. We will give it back, they said, and we will not demand anything more from them. The people, and the uh, officials and nobles who engaged uh, in this injustice were stricken in their conscience because they knew that the scriptures condemned what they had done. For many years they had rationalised their exploitation of their Jewish brothers and sisters and they had excused themselves. Here we recognise that as we look uh, to the Christian message... That there is no time uh, and there is nothing that is wasted in god's sight for as those who looked to rebuild the wall god was continuing to look after them uh, god was continuing uh, to recognize uh, their plights and here he brings nehemiah as the solution to it as he is the voice of those who did not have a voice looking uh, to bring a sense um, of justice to this situation, it's very c- uh, clear, isn't it? How this message can be right to uh, bring us right up to our modern day. How easy it is in a world to overlook things uh, that are ha- uh, happening that are unjust. How easy it is for someone to be in control uh, to. Uh, um, to not pay someone their full uh, rate, to look for issues and problems where there are none. But as believers, we know a different way. As those who look to be light in our world, we look uh, to bring integrity uh, and high standards how, and how we relate to our world, and especially how we relate to our fellow Christians. We always conduct every, uh, our business fairly and never take advantage of others. That's what the Christian message shows us to do. In a world where uh, many times there's darkness prevails, we are that light in this world. When Nehemiah, uh, further on in this passage, used his illustration, he shook the folds off his garment as a visible expression of how God would shake the life and the household of anyone who violated the oath that they made. He was using a common ancient Middle Eastern custom of emphasising the seriousness of the matter. He wanted the people to understand that God took the matter very seriously and would hold them to uh, their oath as the a leader Nehemiah understood that it was sometimes necessary to state a painful truth and confront wrongdoing so justice and healing can begin. Most of us would look to shy away from confrontation. But when God calls us to confront sin, then we cannot keep silent. Nehemiah was no coward. He boldly confronted the sin that he's seen. And as we look uh, to what God has done for us, then we are compelled to honour him in our lives. To know that the one who gave his life up for us. That we may look uh, to honour him with all that we do. That there is nothing more valuable than to know uh, that salvation that God has given to us. And those words from Jesus in Mark chapter 10. The Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. How much more are we to put aside other things in life that we may look to in order to honour him and to glorify him and to bring light to our world? May seem so insignificant, one person making those decisions, but as we look to honour Christ, each one coming together in his name, knowing uh, that as we have uh, that trust to, to treat people fairly, then we may bring light into our world. May we know this, may we know that joy of following Jesus throughout our lives. As we think of this, as we think about the compassion that Nehemiah showed to those who were being unjustly treated, we want to think through it as we listen to these words. Uh, another uh, Getty hymn, again sung uh, by and Ray and his family, entitled The Lord is My Salvation.
1: is my salvation.
0: As we uh, look uh, to be that light in the world that Jesus has brought us, let us commit to bringing others to God in prayer. As we continue to do uh, each uh, at the end of each of our podcasts, we want to take some time now uh, to commit others uh, in our prayers. And I know And Through the WhatsApp group there will be many prayer requests continuing and that's fantastic uh, just to see. Uh, And please do keep uh, updating people on the different prayer requests as well. We want to continue to remember those who are facing ill health at this time. We want to, to continue to remember those who are hurting through this time. And also, we want to continue to remember uh, those whose lives are changing greatly through uh, this time also. We will remember our young people through these days as all uh, children are are back uh, into schools. uh, And as uh, we continue uh, to have restrictions eased, uh, we continue to pray for protection um, for our community through this time as well. Let us uh, come to our God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to rest in you. Lord, to know what it means, Lord, uh, to seek you in every situation that we may face in life. And Lord, that unknowing you, that we may know that you use us in this world. Lord, to shine your light into the situations of this world. And Lord, we want to lift up before you uh, those, Lord, who we know who are finding life difficult at this time. Lord, we pray for those who are dealing with ill health through these days. Lord, we continue to pray for those, Lord, who uh, are finding um, life so hard at this time as well. Asking, Lord, that they may know of what it means to trust in you. To know of your goodness and love and all that they may do. To know that through these days, Lord, you are still in control. And Lord, that you may give them direction and guidance in life. And that through Jesus, Lord, that they may know of their greatest need has been met. Lord, continue uh, to be with those, uh, Lord, whose lives are changing through these days. We pray that as, Lord, they look to reorientate themselves and to the different uh, situations that have come their way, that they may know, Lord, of your directing and guiding throughout, that you are that heavenly shepherd looking to journey with them in life. And, Lord, we continue to lift up to you our young people. Lord, we recognise how glad you are to see young people turn to you through Uh, through their young lives. And Lord, we continue to pray for protection over them as they come back into the school classroom setting. We pray, Lord, for all those working in our schools, asking, Lord, that they may know uh, of your protecting hand around them. And Lord, we pray that through these days, Lord, we have that awareness, Lord, uh, of uh, the pandemic being behind us uh, and that our society as it continues to reopen that we have that great joy Lord of being able to start up things again uh, and to know Lord of your faithfulness throughout Lord we give you thanks for what it means Lord uh, to know of you uh, working in our lives you as that solid rock that we can stand on throughout life And Lord, as we look at the life of Nehemiah, as we look at the way uh, he was a witness of you uh, in the society around him, Lord, we ask that you may give us a confidence to do that ourselves, that we may have that awareness of what it means, uh, Lord, to shine uh, your light, Lord, in the world around us and to work with one another, to love one another, as you have called us to do. Lord, we give you thanks for all these things. In Jesus' loving name, Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, May you know God's rich blessing working in your life throughout this week. And let me finish with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.